0: We're building an action plan for media in 2018, and this week we're looking at media transparency. Yeah. Uh, so, if you've seen previous episodes, we're devoting seven episodes to look at some key areas where we think you may want to begin a media action plan for change yep. this year. Um, this week we're looking at media transparency, and each week we look at what you might be wanting to do now, next, and in the future to kind of safeguard your media investments. So what do we mean by media? Transparency. It's a big word. Well, absolutely. Most people
1: think transparency is about rebates. which actually, it's far more than that. Transparency is about understanding the commercial value of your media investments, okay? And it's fundamentally about obsessing around getting visibility on the
0: key drivers Mm
1: -hmm. that influence media efficiency and media effectiveness.
0: Yep. Okay, good. So nice broad subject. Uh, we'll try and be specific. And the idea here is that we give you kind of real practical, tangible things that you can start to go action in your business. And as usual, there's a worksheet down below that you can click into. Yeah. Um, you know, we've done a lot of research into transparency. One of the big headlines that came out of our last res- last piece of research um, was that 80% of marketer respondents mm. believe that transparency in the supply chain yeah. Uh, particularly with their media agencies, was the greatest determinant of the level of trust that they would have in agencies, so transparency is a key and core part of doing business.
1: Absolutely, and the the WFA have released a report, not surprisingly, that indicate that of their members transparency is a critical, strategic importance, but nearly 50% of their members think it is the number one
0: priority to get right. Yeah, I think we agree. Okay, so uh, let's dig in, let's have a look at a, a media action plan for transparency. Right, let's make a transparency action plan. Yes, let's. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to look at transparency, I think, from two places. You're going to look at specifically the contract, yep. which we say is so important in, in transparency. Uh, and then I'm going to think about what we might call the supply chain. So there's yep. all the different kind of agencies and partners that, that you might work with as a marketer, mm-hmm. um, organisers, now, next, future. So now, what should you be doing now when it comes to the contract? The first thing is find it. Yes.
1: So make sure you have a contract, Uh, dig it out and see how old it is, Mm. right? And actually just go through it, go through it and compare the contract, clauses with what we consider to be best practice mm-hmm. so uh ISBAR, the ANA have released their uh, their framework agreements yep. which are broadly you know considered to be the best in the marketplace mm-hmm. So, compare your clauses with those make sure that you're covering all of the the more modern clauses so data ownership audit yep. rights at a holding group how the agency are making money conflicts of interest mm-hmm. so things that stand outside of the traditional kind of rebates uh, clauses. So make sure that you've got a contract and then benchmark that against what we consider to be the best in the
0: marketplace. Good. Okay. okay. Uh, and then when we think about the supply chain now, uh, it's, uh, again, it's kind of maybe sound like a silly question, but it's an important one. Is actually, as a business, decide what level of transparency you want in the yeah, supply chain. Right. You don't have to have full transparency. And there are some businesses which decide actually it's not that important. Um, so decide what type of uh, kind of disclosure and transparency mm. you want and then make that make that clear to yeah. everyone in the supply chain. So to give you an example, you know, businesses that we might call like direct businesses, those are you know perhaps businesses that that where you can transact online, like let's say an insurance company. Yeah. They might decide that they don't need transparency of the supply chain, that they're gonna just give you know clear objectives to agencies and other vendors and say, just sell me insurance. Mm -hmm. I don't need to know disclosure of pricing and sources of inventory and anything else that might go into it, any rebates or anything else. I don't need to know. I just want you to drive a business KPI. And that's perfectly legitimate and lots of people ask for that. Uh, But others, typically uh, indirect businesses, so uh, if you don't have a direct digital transaction sale with your customer, so most businesses Mm -hmm. are still like that, um, you know, big kind of CPG, personal goods, cars, etc, uh, don't have that direct sale, they may want actually complete transparency because they want to see and they want to be reassured that their money is working as hard as possible to drive that business outcome yeah. and they have to do the calculation themselves. So it depends on what kind of advertiser you are, and, but you need to make it very clear what level of transparency you need up front. Okay, let's think uh, next. So for contracts, next.
1: Yeah, so for contracts, it's about identifying the gaps that you have within your current contract. Uh, By benchmarking against ISBAR, you should be able to identify how exposed your contract is Mm -hmm. on some kind of key critical clauses. Um, If it is a significant exposure of risk to your business, close it immediately and then renegotiate, Okay? okay? So address those issues and go back to your agency and make sure that they are then compliant to a stronger contract, irrespective of the the, the the period that you are in within your kind of contractual term.
0: Yeah exactly. Don't don't hesitate. No. Um, great. Uh, so when we think then about the supply chain, yeah. uh next is similarly understand who's in the supply chain. Yeah. We know a lot we speak to a lot of marketers and didn't quite know you know exactly all the agencies that they're working with, or all the different technologies, and all the different kind of methodologies and protocols that they use. That requires mapping out to be really clear who does what. So you want transparency of that supply chain, mm-hmm. and then once you've got that, you can then hold that to better account. Yeah. There should be uh, common KPIs throughout your supply chain, ideally, so that everything's laddering back up to drive a business outcome, and it should be unacceptable and many marketers have, have publicly said this, P&G most notably, but others, uh, you know, you don't allow supplier any supplier to mark their own homework, we call Absolutely. it, um, is that they have to be open to independent kind of measurement and, va- and validation of the entire supply chain. that's the only way to get full mm-hmm. transparency. Good advice. Okay, so looking into the future, uh, what should we be doing for transparency in contracts? From a client side, you need to
1: secure an investment in media governance, Mm. okay? Get permission to uh, properly govern media, and with that means, you know, having regular, at least annual, compliance audits Mm -hmm. on the contract that you've got in place. Thereafter, it's critical that you make sure that your contract is as up-to-date as possible. Uh, You know, we're moving in such a fast-paced marketplace. That you know contractual clauses are constantly evolving and changing. Yep. You have to make sure that you're uh, you're on top of your game, and then go back to the agency and renegotiate the cr- the
0: most critical clauses to make sure that you are protected on an annual basis. Yep, good advice. Uh, and then so finally, looking at the supply chain. So you know transparency. I guess in lots of things, transparency in, uh, enables control and yep. power. So I mean, the more you know about what's going on the better you're going to be at making decisions. Um, And that's particularly acute in a lot of digital media